Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. And welcome back to the Perfectly Powerfully You podcast. I'm your host, Nikita, and we have a very special guest today. We have Ivy Kinvig with me. Hi, everyone. Hi. I love this this too. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. This is great. I'm excited. I'm I'm really glad you're excited. How are you today, by the way? Well, you know, today has been a very interesting day, but... I think I'm pretty good. Pretty fantastic. Yes. I was excited for this. A little bit nervous. Yes. You know. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, we're doing something new. I'm really excited oh. to talk about today's topic anyways, because we're helping you, we're helping me, and oh. we're talking all about burnout. It's beautiful, right? Yes. This thing that happens to us once in a while. Like We kind of like said burnout was only for a select few mm-hmm. individuals. Yeah. And so um, to just like start things off, how would you describe burnout? Oh, well, okay. So this is, this is the fun part because burnout's definition came around in like the early seventies and it was, um, researched heavily by this lady named Christina Maslach. She's fun. So she came up with this beautiful definition and over the course of time, that definition has almost stood like completely true. Hmm. And she's still doing research on on burnout. She's like, she's the guru. She's, it's amazing. So her name, Christina Maslach. Christina, thank you, Christina. Yeah, she's a, like podcast. She's on Netflix too, and she has her own podcast. Oh, we've we've oh. had a ongoing conversation about what I've been working on as well. But when you're looking at burnout, what they're often saying is that there's three areas. So it's like an emotional exhaustion, mm. which we all know quite well. Mm, like mm. we often think that burnout is just exhausted. I'm exhausted. My mm. mind's exhausted. My body's exhausted. I'm exhausted. Mm, mm-hmm. But So then there's that emotional exhaustion, and we know that. Mm-hmm. And then there's depersonalization where you've started to like remove yourself from it. You no longer feel like you're part of the group in your work environment mm-hmm. or your life. And then comes this lack of personal accomplishment, like where you don't actually feel like you're good enough. Oh, yeah. So those um, are some deep layers. They are. But it's funny when you when you if you ever think back onto a memory that was like where you felt like burnt out, let's mm-hmm. use the word burnout. Mm-hmm. Um you can, if you think back on those moments, you can see yourself and you can see how you're removing yourself. Your body was exhausted. You didn't feel good enough. And if you really started to unpack it, you can see what area you fell into most. Mm-hmm. And I know that I get to speak from experience because um, my research on burnout came from starting my master's and deciding that I wanted to look at what was going on for myself and do like a self-study. And mm. I had I had to pivot at one point because I was working in a different area. And then all of a sudden I was forced to ask myself, like, what is my intense moral purpose right now? Like, what am I mm. doing? What am I going to supply back to my educational community that I feel is relevant to myself, relevant to the world right now and what's happening? So COVID had just happened everything's changing in my job, things are moving around. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I realized that I was actually in that state Mm -hmm. and I didn't even recognize, I didn't realize that I just felt emotionally exhausted, tired all the time. Wasn't sure what I was, you know, did I eat enough? Did I sleep enough? Everything's kind of out of sorts. And then when I started to do the research, it was like, wow, I have pushed myself away 
and removed myself from the surroundings that I was in. I'm still going to work. I'm still doing my job, Mm -hmm. but I have really like stepped back Mm -hmm. and found myself removing myself. And I am exhausted. I'm barely making it to the end of the day. And I feel like I'm not good enough all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it was a, it was like that big aha moment. And I think many people, when they look at those hard moments in their life can actually say, Oh my goodness, there's this aspect of me that was burnt right out. And I didn't even know it. And Mm -hmm. if I did, maybe something would have looked different. Mm-hmm. So mine was that deep personalization, but. And, but it seems like it touched on a lot of different ones anyways, oh, because um, for myself, I would like to say not everyone experiences burnout because maybe there are some people who just like, you know, they just, they. Well, they can maintain the life that, that they need yes, they to do it all, right? You got it. able to develop that. But for myself, I've definitely experienced burnout. And I think that in specifically in Euclid, because we are a very tourist town, mm-hmm. um, that during the off season, yep. that there's a lot of like slow pace. We're kind of just like, we're closed knit. We um, just kind of trickle away. But then when the summer hits, everyone knows that it's it's time to get ready you can feel the energy there's a lot yeah. of ramping up yeah, energy yeah. and there's also this mentality that I've been learning to shift my thoughts away from that people are understaffed that it's going to be like really like hellish busy yeah. and that you're going to be working like crazy hours non-stop all yeah. the time and that seems to be a really prominent energy and I know a lot of people um you can start feeling like people are getting short with each yeah, other yeah. you can hear like even more honking outside Mm -hmm. um when you're going in like people like the energy people really excited in the beginning and then midway through the summer and towards the end people are done yeah yeah and they're removing themselves they really are they are taking a mental break yeah themselves because it can feel like a lot but i find that um for myself it became a lot of um emotional um like burnout as well where i'm like wow i just i really Mm -hmm. don't feel like i have the energy but yeah, no, actually, I would feel like there, when you start to relate that kind of stuff, that there would be different aspects that touch on a lot of different yeah. things. And then for myself, it's as soon as I don't want to go to work, mm-hmm. um, because I love baking, it's what I do, it's yeah. my passion. But as soon as I feel like um, I start to resent it, mm-hmm. as soon as I feel like, yeah, there's like, there's too much to do and not enough time to do it. Mm-hmm. When I actually, when I don't want to Did I do there, it good enough? Did I do it good enough? Yep. And I start, yeah, like there's a part of me, it's like, I just want to be somewhere else right now. Mm-hmm. And that's when I know that there has to be boundaries. Yeah, but in terms so. of being able to assess that for people, um, in terms of like the emotion, the um, just wanting to remove yourself, the not feeling like you're good enough. Where do you find people? Because I love setting boundaries. I'm, boundary I'm learning about this. I'm not. So yeah. I like this. No, like how do you find either with yourself or with um others yeah. when they're experiencing these different kinds of facets of um what we classify as burnout? Right. Um, where would people start to like set those boundaries or be able to navigate burnout in a way where they're not feeling like they, they need to, um, like maybe it's taking space, maybe it's mm-hmm. taking vacation, but maybe if, if that's not an option for people, how can they navigate that, um, in your opinion, mm-hmm. while also being able to feel like they're doing enough for themselves? Okay. So <laughs> such a big question. Such a big it is, unpack it <laughs> huge, however huge. you love. Unpack it. Okay. So if we're looking at burnout, it's typically something it's a, it's caused by some sort of stress that's happened mm-hmm. over and over and over mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. whether it's a person, whether it's a job, whether it's 
the stress of not sleeping, mm. but the stress builds up. And there's this, this idea that, um, you know, you can, you can deal with those stresses, right? Go to sleep, get an extra hour. Sure. Right. Um, figure out how to communicate with your boss because that's causing a problem. Totally. Right. Okay. We can, we can solve that stress. We can fix that stress, mm -hmm. but that doesn't fix what stress does to our body totally. because stress is actually takes a physio physiological presence in us. It is Huge. in us. It is. So yeah. when you think about stress and then, okay, so we know it's in us. If we don't do something to reverse that, mm. it just essentially packs itself on top of each other. Compounding. So then yeah. this, then the one stress this year that you're experiencing just can disrupt the whole body because mm -hmm. you haven't dealt with the stresses of yesterday or last year or last uh -huh. month. So eventually that stress just builds to the point where you are, you're, it's over, right? So the number one way to release stress from your body is 30 minutes of physical activity. Ah. Number one, number one. Ah. And like, I, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go for a run. If a bear is chasing me, I will. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, that's not my thing. But then Okay. So physical activity, 30 minutes of physical activity. There's a couple of things I do on a regular basis that are 30 minutes of physical activity. Yeah. I mow the lawn. Oh. I dance in the kitchen all the time. I love Crank dancing. the tunes, dance, mm -hmm. like dance it out. Wouldn't that be lovely if you could go to your doctor? Hey, I got a problem. And they say, dance it out. Yeah. I love it. Crank the tunes. Let's get to it. Yeah. So 30 minutes, I go for a walk after dinner. It doesn't mean that you have to go and like, power lift at the gym or mm. run on a treadmill. Yeah. But you have to physically get it out. That really helps though, because I know whenever I'm um, like having a really stressful day or yeah. feeling really zonked, I love the gym. It has become mm. my happy place. See, so it's working for you. It does. And I've been going to the gym for many, many years. Yeah. And I've been finding that even just a little bit or even a walk, like when I'm feeling like I'm really in my head and there's a lot of stuff that is, I'm choosing to ruminate or stress over. Yeah think about in a particular way the one thing that I tell myself is Nikki you just need to get out and yeah. some, and honestly yeah. I know they say like nature is really you, good you for that. yeah so, like you can do two like two for one you can go out in nature and go, go for a run in nature yes. love it I'm in because there's something that like you it's yeah. like you just you just take yourself out of your head mm -hmm. and then you stop perpetuating mm -hmm. the same um, pattern of thought that maybe you were once doing. And then you're able to, um, yeah, help release that. I love the idea that you can exercise your way out of stress. Why not? And dance your way out of stress. Why not? Yeah. There's so many other things like mow the lawn. See, okay. So you want to go to the gym? I'll mow the lawn, yeah. right? You lawn care. Mow my lawn while I go to the gym. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> No, I don't know. There's like a concept of getting out of burnout, I think is, is a really tricky one, right? First, you got to recognize you're there. First, you got to recognize <laughs> there has to be this moment of recognition where you're like, this isn't what I, what I need. What, mm -hmm. what I need is something different. Now, I think that's where, where we start to think of like ourselves as like that holistic wellness, mm -hmm. because you cannot have burnout without thinking about holistic wellness. Like there's no way to get away from it. Yeah. If you are in a burnt out state, the only way to get out of that is to make sure that you are giving your body and your brain and your emotions, the things that it yeah. needs to be full. 
Exactly. And environment too. Yeah. yeah. Environment and food and mm-hmm. your, your mental health, you your gotcha. physical health, you gotcha. like your, your sleep is important. Yeah. Um, so we talked about, um, exercise. What else yeah. would you recommend for, um, Okay. So there's so much research out there right now, because like, we're trying to look at like what our days look like. We know that in some places you commute two hours. We live in a beautiful place. Like we, I, I walk well, 15 I, minutes. I could, and you know, maybe I could crawl all the crawl hands and knees all the way around you. It would take me a couple hours, right? Mm. Maybe an hour. I don't mm. know. Uh, sure. So some people spend that time in their car one way. Mm. And then we think about how much sleep we get. And then we think about how much time we spend with our families and how much mm. time we spend with food and how much time we spend on being creative. Mm. And then we start to look at, okay, if this is like holistically, like the whole thing, where are we allocating our time to? Yeah. And what is the most important thing? So yeah. I, th- I can't remember who the researcher was, but I, I can remember the statistic. It's like 42% of your day has to be for rest. So, and is this from the time you wake up in a 24 hour period? Okay, sure. So in a 24 hour period, 42% of that time needs to be rest. It doesn't need to be sleep. It needs to be rest. Just downtime. Your body in nature, see back to nature, go sit mm-hmm. out there and get in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So then if 42 is rest, that's like, you know, like 10 hours of rest essentially. Mm. So if you sleep for seven hours a day, some people get by by four. So their rest cycle would look much differently. Okay. I like a nice seven to eight hours sleep. Yeah. So then I've only got two other hours to like play with in the day for just rest. Sure. But have you thought about how much time you spend on food mm-hmm. or how much time you spend on exercise? So we know 30 minutes is going to get rid of the stress. Mm-hmm. But what if your body needs 30 extra minutes, right? So yeah. then you've allocated that and then your time with the, like, I think that everybody should spend 30 minutes on everything in a day, 30 minutes on your partner, 30 minutes in, on yourself, 30 minutes with your kids. Like mm-hmm. to me, that seems like a great idea. I don't know if it's feasible for everyone. I think, yeah. Cause everyone's schedule is different. Yeah. And I think that, cause something I found um to be like, I used to use the excuse. I don't have time. Oh, so you can't do that though. Hey, no. there are 24 usable hours in a day. Totally. And yep. the thing is, um, I used to say, Nope, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to eat this meal. I don't, mm-hmm. but the thing is we have the same, like a number of hours every single day. Mm-hmm. It's just our choice to where we want to allocate it. Yep. And it's okay to say, I'm choosing not to prioritize my family today because I want a me day Yeah, and, or I Very want much this, so. I want to schedule this amount of time to just like doing whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's binge watching an, a, a show of Netflix or maybe it's going on a trip because I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it is prioritizing family yep. and being with yep. them. Or and every day can look a little different. And every day yep. can look a little different. And I use my agenda a lot. Uh, I've seen this. Yes. I love it. Color-coded people. Color-coded. It's Well, I also look pretty colors. So Yeah, it's it beautiful. Is, it's it, inspiring. Thank you. That's You're welcome. You. But agendas and being able to, um, because then I know if I at least prioritize something, my family's my priority today. Like, um, like even for, um, this past weekend, I chose not to, um, do anything for podcasting. Um, even though up until now my weekend I do, but then I said, Mm -hmm. you know what? No, I'm going to go take a trip to Victoria. I'm going to go spend time with my family. And I felt so refreshed afterwards and then I know that I can like there are some things that I wanted to make priority for this yeah. week so I'll just schedule in as I do yeah but um I knew that even 
like as the bakeries changed over a lot that I felt exhausted by the end of the week. And it's because I chose to not prioritize my food. Mm-hmm. I didn't go mm-hmm. to the gym yeah. and I was, I wasn't meditating as often. There you go. And I, but it was clarity. And I knew that when I prioritize me and all the things I know I need, I know that they are essential needs for me, but it only came with time and, um, well, practice and a lot of experience to know what is a necessity for me and what is not. Well, wellness isn't a state of being, it's a state of action. Like you have to take action to be well. Exactly. You cannot, it cannot be something that you just think is going to happen. Yes. It's not going to magically affair. food and then I'm healthy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not, it's not like, it's like that pixie dust, right? It's not, it's not going to happen that way. You actually have to put action into it to create wellness for yourself. Exactly. So, and I think that sometimes it can feel overwhelming Mm -hmm. when you, um, at least for myself, when I load a lot of things on. So sometimes it's nice to just chunk it and piece it and then, um, do it regularly. Yes. Well, you need to build a habit. Habits are important, right? Yeah. What, 21 days to break a habit sure. and six months to build one, right? So, yeah. And then it becomes like a like an unconscious or subconscious yeah. just yeah. like program. And then yeah. it becomes so much easier. But I think that I know for a lot of people when they're choosing to build better habits that they can mm-hmm. fall off them right away. It's, it's the January 1st. It's the January right? 1st. It's the, it's the New Year's time. resolution, right? Yeah. Like I set a resolution that I never kept. Right. We do that though, but the things need to be small, small building blocks. Yes. And then consistently. And then if you write them down or put, I love sticky notes. So if I say this is really, really important, Nikki is, and then sometimes I'll forget and then I'll see the sticky note and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. It's great. That reminder. Right. But wouldn't it be nice if everybody had the reminder, like, Hey, today, wake up and be well. Mm. Instead, most of the time people wake up and they're like, Oh, my to-do list is huge and there's so much going on. And like, when am I going to eat? Who's taking the kids to school? Like what is going like? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, man. But that's how our lives are. And like COVID really shifted us too. Mm, a lot. Yeah. It, Working I, from home. Yeah. Your yeah. environment's totally different. Then all of a sudden you go back to work and you're with people and it's not comfortable. And like yeah. the, the, all of the change came in. And we were talking about before how um, that period of I'm going, I don't want to say stagnation because we we're all very active, but I know COVID really did bring to light a lot of things that were um, important to us, Yeah. but also a lot of, we were talking about in terms because of the nature of the topic burnout that we realized that it really is something that is not necessarily just in our work environment. No. It's a state of being yeah. and it can happen anywhere at any yeah. time consecutively as long as we're putting on that cap um and so since like covid has um been a thing Uh (laughs) um how how have things changed in terms of our relationship to it Ooh, i love your questions you're good at this thank you (laughs) um well okay so if we think about like i'm coming from uh the perspective as a teacher because like that is that is my job that is my career that is my happy place Mm. and so i think to myself okay burnout typically would happen or at the beginning of the concept of burnout we had it where when it was it was doctors and um Mm. people that were staff people working with folks all the time teachers then fell into that group but now we're looking at burnout and how it's even affecting people who work independently at home on a computer. So now all of a sudden, it's not just those that are in the public eye working with people every day. Burnout can happen when you're all by yourself too, right? So then all of a sudden that also opens the door to like, let's actually talk about 
people that don't get an income from their job, mm. but do a job every day. For example, primary caregivers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Cute. Any mom, dad, stepmom, anybody who's raising a child has a job. That is a job. That oh, is yes. a task and an action that they are taking. Absolutely. And you cannot tell me that after a million diapers or a million lunches or whatever the thing is that you are not stressed out by it. And then all of a sudden you feel burnt right out. Right. Really? So COVID's opened that door for us to look and see like, okay, it's not just you know, teachers or doctors anymore. Now it's like, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? This can happen everywhere. It's and workload. Yeah. It's yeah. it's consistent stress on yourself that is happening over time, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. You can't get away from it. It's a lot of um, I find that for myself. I know when it's, I'm giving more than I feel like I'm receiving in return. And I know, um, especially for, um, anyone doing care work or, um, something where they're giving a lot of themselves, like teachers for sure, doctors for sure, nurses and caries for sure. Um, and uh, parents, obviously that when there's a lot of, you have to give so much of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, emotionally. There's All a lot, yep. but then it's um, oftentimes when there's not that, um, like there's a lot of out, but not enough in. And so, um, especially with, um, because I've never had a child, mm-hmm. I've never been in a care job like that. Yeah. The only thing I have that I can relate this to is, um, well, like my baking job and also when I was in customer service. Yes. And so that was a lot of like emotional energy, physical energy out. out. And then when I wasn't taking those steps to fill my own cup. Um, yeah, you got to fill your own bucket sometimes, man. If someone else isn't going to do it, fill your own, all right? The time. Absolutely. Great kids book, by the way. Which Have you filled your bucket today or something? Oh. It's, uh, yeah, I think the last name is Ludwig, uh, the author, maybe, but it's cute. Have you filled your bucket today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. how to fill a bucket, how to fill a bucket. Sure. I don't know. What, somewhere along those lines. We'll great, find it. great story. Great yeah. story. Um, so then, okay, so this is great. How are you going to fill your bucket? Yeah. That's when we come back to that. Like, okay, you need to allocate certain times and certain things so that you're not burnt out. Okay. So you're going to exercise a little bit. What yes. are the, what are the other wellness factors? Mm, going to the spa. Oh God. I love that. That's a great one. Yes. That's a great one. So is that like emotional and mental? That's I would, like that. Men- it is like, huge. Yeah, right. Okay. So there we yeah. go. Okay. So what are, okay. Spending so. time with my friends. Ooh, I like that one too. Yeah. Because a I connection, can... right? Connection. Also mental and emotional though. That's an emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that fills your bucket. It does fill my Physical bucket. activity. Meditation for sure. When okay. I don't meditate, I, I definitely noticed my, um, my train of thought mm-hmm. is very much, uh, like it, it, it's not present. It's always on what is there to do next? I have to do this scattered about it's very scattered. Yep. But when I find that I take, um, even five minutes, um, so I've done it. So I'll take 30 minutes in the morning. I'll take 15 minutes at my lunch break. And then before bed, I'll take another 30 because Beautiful. it's, um, I, cause I personally, I'm choosing not to allocate like a couple hours a day, just straight up to that. But those times where I can break up my day, it feels like a brand new day for Mm -hmm. me because I know that I can come back to myself. I can check in and be like, in this moment, 
I feel mm-hmm. I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I'm safe mm-hmm. and I'm loved and I'm mm-hmm. peaceful. It's not beautiful. It is. It's That's so wonderful. I didn't used to. I used to be the person who would work 12 hours with no break. Oh, yes. You know, you got to feel, you, you have to take care of yourself. I ha- And that's when I burnt out the most. See, there you go. <laughs> See, so it, it can, like, it can happen before any, anyone notices too. Totally. Right? Like, I didn't, I didn't think I was burnt out. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was. And it was like, where did this come this from? This is not okay. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. And the thing so. is, it's, I know some people when they take time for themselves. Feel the, selfish. Feel but se- it's selfish. It's, it's selfless. Yes. You it's know not selfish. For, yeah. We were talking about this, weren't we? Because like, oh, I need it. I need to, I need a break. I need to go for a walk. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second. That was all about me. I, 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 I. And like, oh, but you know what? It is not selfish. No, because then you can actually give more. Mm-hmm. If you're, especially when you're giving back to yourself. Yes. Um, What I like to say is you're not taking from your cup. You're taking from your overflow. Oh, it's nice. Like your cup is always full. Yeah. And then you have a saucer underneath you. That's your little. And that's where you give to everyone else. Yeah. But if your cup is full first. You feel full, you feel energized mm-hmm. and happy mm-hmm. and vibrant, right. full of vitality and it. prosperous. I love it. But if you're taking from your cup and then your cup is empty, you can't even give to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then there becomes that guilt yep. that I'm Fame, not doing blame. enough. Oh. All of it. Man, have you, okay, Brene Brown, have you read any? Love Brene Okay, Brown. so right, just yeah. like straight to shame, blame, and guilt, man. Shame, blame, and guilt. Like, yes, we hold it. We are human giver syndrome people mm. where we feel we got to give, 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 and then shame, blame, and guilt ourselves out of it. We're not doing enough. My God. Hey, you know, if we were to Whoa. like screenshot or like uh-huh. capture every single moment where we've given our like self to other people, because we give of ourselves every day for work. Sure. Yep. There's like, we feel like there's adequate compensation in terms of like, of course, if we yes. want money, yep. but there's also like, we do it for the love and the passion, for the like for too. exactly. So there has to be something that has to come back to us. And I know that for um, something I talked about um, with some of my friends who also are parents mm-hmm. that they, that they felt this guilt yep. for taking time away from being with their children. Children. Because they felt as though they needed to be there the entire time. But then when they weren't taking the time for themselves, they couldn't give their 100% to their children. And then they felt equally as guilty because then they didn't feel like they were truly present. And so it actually is such a huge thing. Cyclical, isn't it? It is cyclical. But like, no matter what, it's like you can choose to do it and feel amazing for yourself, Mm -hmm. knowing that you're not only are you giving back to yourself because you're your number one. And it is okay to say that the other person can be your number one after. Yeah. Okay. You. So, so I don't know if it was me and you that were talking about, or if it was me and somebody else, but okay. So you know when you're on an airplane and they we do were, the, the service announcement, yes. right. And the guy, the, if the plane's going down, the air mask is going to come yeah. down and they say, put your mask on yeah. before you put the, yeah. yeah, it was you. It was us. So true. Because if you are not breathing, how are you ever going to help anyone? <laughs> you're going to make it sound so silly in my head. The first time I heard something like, no, save the children, right? <laughs> children and women first, right? Titanic all over again. But then like, if you are not breathing, you cannot help anyone. If totally. you are not whole. You cannot supply wholeness to anybody else. Exactly. If you are burnt out, you like, there's no way. Yeah. So it really is important, especially for those who love being givers. I know for myself, I love being a care person. I love being able to be like, how can I help you today? How can I serve? Where can I Servitude is great, right? That concept of servitude, right? Exactly. But it's, you got to serve yourself. Self, yes. Yeah. Well, of course. Okay. So I want to go back to your mindfulness Mm. because in- 
in my work of what I've been doing, because I love this self-study that mm. I've been on, because like I realized I was burnt out and then I had to get out of it. Mm. Yay! Big well, mountain to climb. Well, you didn't have to. You chose to. Okay, right. Okay, yes, I really needed to. Yeah, it was like a priority for myself, right? Exactly. So mm-hmm. I had to make choices and had to make decisions on what I was going to do to then make myself whole. So you mm-hmm. said mindfulness. And I think to myself, like, mindfulness and yoga and that practice... Mm-hmm. Yoga, more physical mindfulness is, or meditation. I said mindfulness, didn't I? Meditation. Sure, also mindfulness well. is as well, right? Sure. They fit in the same category. Yes, absolutely. And I've been struggling with where I wanted to put that in my categories because mm. I have categories when it comes to my wellness. Ah, I love that. Mm-hmm. What are your categories? I'll tell you all okay. of them. So there's physical, mm-hmm. um, environmental, mm-hmm. financial, mm-hmm. occupational, mm-hmm. intellectual, ah. emotional, mental, social. And this, the last one is where I've started to put mindfulness and meditation. Sure. And I labeled it as spiritual. Yeah. Because well, I was, I was raised in a church, so I have some sort of spiritual background, but I yes. also really love nature and I understand the spirit of the land. And then also like, um, spiritual can just be like your own personal belief, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you don't have to follow some guidelines. Spirituality can come from anywhere. So yeah. I think that's where that like mindfulness and meditation is fitting for me is in that category. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, there eight. Hey, you nailed it. Yeah. You said that you forgot. But That's you okay. That's okay. Very clearly. Well, there are some too that you might not even have to do, right? Like I was feeling burnt out in my job. Okay. Right. So occupationally, I needed to like remove myself, right? Okay. Right. Do something different with myself for a minute. And then there's that intellectual one, like okay. I was actually that was one one that was um I understood most of the other ones, but intellectual, do you mean like learning? Yeah. Okay. Just like, learning something yeah. new every day. Yeah. That's, it, yeah it can also be great. creativity, right? Like that's where okay. you would, you know, like you're using your brain for something it's other like than the main, painting other than the normal, or... other than the normal, right? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So it doesn't really uh, matter what, as long uh, as it feels inspiring. Well, I think you're like the concept for me, at least is that you're activating your brain right? Mm. You're activating something inside your brain. Now a really creative person, their brain is activated when they have their hands in clay, Mm. right? Like that's, that's a good one for them. I like to read, Ah. right? I like knowledge, right? I like to learn something. Totally. Fancy that I was doing my master's at the same time I was burning out. So intellectually I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't need to like fix, like that wasn't like my area of concern because I was already like intellectually challenged. Right. So I love this because Part of me is, um, well, like I have all these mental pictures going on, yeah. but I love that when you're feeling, cause some people, maybe they need more intellectual stimulation yeah. because but they didn't know it, but they didn't know it yeah. because maybe, um, their way of downtime and I'll use TV as a, um, another yeah, the pig didn't activate their brain. No, because it's just, it's a lot of mindless just, and that's okay yeah. too. Yeah, it it's is okay to just turn your yeah. brain off, but Sometimes it's like, maybe it's nice to like pick up something that like a book that you've never read, or maybe it's drawing just for the sake of being yeah. like creating, yeah. or maybe it's building a sandcastle, mm-hmm. um, something mm-hmm. that you're using different mental faculties, yep. but it feels um, comfortable, s- comfortable, Fun. stimulating, yeah. but it's not in the, not necessarily in the other categories. I'm loving a Sudoku for this. This is how I, that's how I'm like, I challenge myself with numbers. Mm-hmm. So when people are feeling 
burnout then then maybe it's like where they can look to these different categories yeah. and like um so what I like to um talk about in my life coaching is ever anytime that we're looking for the moreness of life where we look to our longing and our discontent yeah so I think that um for um what I usually do is I look to my four quadrants is relationships time and money freedom yeah. vocation yeah. and um what is the oh other? see this is that eight thing and fourth thing Sure. Yes. Um, It'll come to you. It will. Either way, we look to these four quadrants and then where there's longing and discontent, Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I would really love this. Or I would really, I really want this. Or there's something that's calling to me. So in your eighth quadrant, maybe you're feeling overloaded in your area of um, like intellect because you're doing your master's. Finance. Let's go finance. Sure. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I feel like I would love to um, take care of this more. And there there are different ways, at least if you're able to label it, Mm -hmm. then you're able to make it more tangible. And then you're able to, we'll use the word control, um, because you're able to, um, well, situate in a way where you feel you make choices to do something about that. Yeah, exactly. And um, I love your that you have eight categories. Yeah, well, you know, I really had to unpack my entire life, right? Like what was going on? Was I eating enough? Was I sleeping enough? Mm. Was I giving enough time to my friends? Mm -hmm. Was I challenging myself in my job? Mm. You know, like there's, there, when you, when you really have to unpack what's going on and it's so scary. I was so scared at first, right? Like I'm in the state of burnout. I'm doing research on burnout. Everything seems like, how did I not know what was going on for myself? Mm. And then all of a sudden you start to unpack all of the things that you know you need. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that my house is clean. If my environment's not clean, my brain is not clean. So, okay. So I need to take more care of my environment. Okay. I feel like I'm not getting enough time with my friends. Okay. They're social. I need to go and make the effort to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was in that state of burnout, I just felt so exhausted all the time. I didn't make the phone call to see my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, even when you're completely exhausted and just have nothing more to give, that phone call with a friend can actually uplift you, rejuvenate a part of you. Right. And so if you're thinking about all those factors and like how just like elevating one, yes, then elevates yourself. And then all of a sudden elevating two doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like calling a financial planner and like things are organized and you have enough money to go on vacation. And you were like, wow, yeah. I was broke class. Like I was broke. And now all of a sudden I'm there. And like, yeah, the, your life starts to look differently in ways that are important. Right. Yeah. And I think with the hustle and bustle of the world and everything's changing in technology and we got to do this and we have to do this and keep up to the Joneses and it must look like this. Sure. There's more opportunity to forget that you are at the center of this, right? At every moment, yeah. it's a choice. Yeah. And it's very empowering as well. And I love when you're saying that as soon as you pick one, the yeah. others don't feel as bad. No. And then you're able to be like, okay, yeah, yeah let's call a financial advisor. Let's yeah. take care of me and my financial well-being. Let's, and then you're like, oh my goodness, now I have something to look forward to. Yeah. I know that everything else, my bills are taken care of yeah. or my expenses. Now I have money. I was like, mm-hmm. I can go afford to like take a weekend vacation yeah. or a month vacation. And then That's you're like, 
And it's like, feels amazing. And you're like, I have something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And now like, even with your space, I was talking with um, someone at at work today. I was like, I love keeping up with the dishes or, and even keeping my home cleanly. Your environment, that's your environment. It needs to. It's huge because I know that as soon, actually, I know when Mm -hmm. I, my mind is cluttered (laughs) because my space Space is cluttered. Yeah. And then as soon as I take that time to um, sweep or Mm -hmm. organize my shelves or put away my laundry and all those. I'm like, like that's like literally just like, I feel this huge weight lifted off. And then it slowly, it's like, you're, it's like, if you, you take tiny chunks from what felt really, really, really big, big yeah. and then you feel like, okay, I, not so bad. I can control this. Yeah. This yeah. is okay. Yeah. Okay. Now this isn't as big now. Yeah. And it's most definitely, tiny. it just, it relieves so much of what is again, perceived stress, but mm-hmm. it's still like, um, it's okay. Like yeah. all of that is just like, if it means that you're happier in life, then it's worthy to take mm-hmm. that time to do your laundry, yes. to call a friend, yeah. to go for a walk, mm-hmm. to have a salad or a cookie. If you want a cookie, um, like whatever it is yes. that feels nourishing to your body in general. And again, it's not selfish. It's actually the least selfish thing yeah. that yeah. you can do. Selfless. It is selfless yeah. to take care of you yeah. first. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, And like, I wish I could go back in time and have a conversation with myself when I could, I now know is that where I was spiraling Sure, because it would be interesting to talk to that person mm-hmm. about intellectual things or talk uh, to them about their finances or mm-hmm. ask myself how my nutrition was. What would you tell yourself? Oh, what would I you know, for, you just have to like, what would I tell my last year? my last, my previous self, mm. first of all, it's going to be okay. Mm. Right. Cause like, I realized that when I was in that state, everything was wrong and it wasn't okay. Mm. So I'd tell myself it's okay. Mm. I would tell myself that the steps are easy to get through. I would tell myself that I deserve to do it. Mm. You know, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think to myself, like those positive mantras, Ugh, like whatever but then i'm like yes okay dream big you know you're good enough all those things but it's so true right like we are good enough we can get through it it is just a moment in time and what we do with the next actions it's not what we did it's what are the actions we're gonna do next right yeah. and like i think reminding myself that it's okay to also know that you're not okay right oh it's a big one it's so huge because we all just want to pretend everything's fine Mm -hmm. we were talking about um toxic positivity Positivity. i still believe in the power positivity however Mm -hmm. there's something to be said about all the time yeah when you're just kind of um something actually my life coach says you're basically blocking out you're like la 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 everything is great my bubble is beautiful everything is positive Mm -hmm. and everything is wonderful but it's actually okay to say, I'm not okay. Yeah. Where can I give back to myself? It's okay to say, yeah. I'm actually struggling. I need help. I need support. God, it's words. okay to say that I'm actually feeling really sad right now. I'm feeling really stressed right now. And I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. I need to take a moment. And I know for myself, because, well, one thing that I get from everybody is, <laughs> wow, Nikki, you're so happy. You're so positive. And the thing is, 
people don't see all the time about in in the behind the scenes where I just let myself rip. (laughs) I I just, I I cry, I scream. Mm -hmm. I just like, I say, I'm not doing okay Okay. right now. Like I put on too much on my plate, but then I, I used to not acknowledge it. I say, nope, you're fine, Nikki. Yeah. Keep going. But I realized that all I did was shove it down. Yes. I literally, and that's, just like that stress factor, right? Just keep pushing it in there and do nothing. Yeah. Do nothing. It's right. like you're holding a cork underneath the surface of yeah. water. But it the thing is, to climb up. It, it will. Yeah. And the thing is, it feels so good when you just let it off. Yeah. Let it bubble to the surface whenever it needs. Now, there are times that you're not yeah. supposed to let it bubble to the surface, right? There's like you're at your spaces. job, you're not supposed to like lose it and like swear all over the place and all that <laughs> stuff and have a total negative day. There can be but, um, like, <laughs> more productive ways wait, of yeah. letting it out you got it yes and so like that's when I find like maybe in the middle of a work day I'm like I'm actually feeling this is too much mm-hmm. that's when I'll take my 15 yeah and that's go. when I'll go for a walk that's when I'll sit in meditation that's when I'll cry yeah and I'm just Love like it. my my day is just like there's things that are going on that mm-hmm. were different from yesterday yeah. that were different from last year mm-hmm. that like today right now in this moment I need to cry. Yes. I need to scream. Yes. I need to just leave. Yes. And it is really, really... all for yourself because you know who you are. Yes. You know what you need. You have already cycled through what you need. Yes. To be okay. Exactly. But that is why I'm positive. <laughs> the majority of the time is because I've allotted myself those very safe spaces, those very productive spaces for throwing myself a pity party. Yeah. Love those. Love pity parties. Yeah. Everybody and should have one at least once a month. Yes. Don't pitch a tent for too long. I <laughs> know. But get in the hotel, have the pity party and then get out again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then afterwards you're like, okay, I'm actually really, really okay. okay. Yeah. And things from here on out are going to be amazing. What action step can I take to serve myself right now? Mm-hmm. Whether it be again, calling a friend, going for nature, yeah. having a cry, yep. eating something nutritious, having a little dance party mm-hmm. in the kitchen or Love whatever it, it is, yes. whatever fills your cup in that moment, whatever feels good is worthy and deserving of your time. Big, big time. Yes. Big time. Definitely. Huge time. Most definitely. Yes. Goodness. I'm still thinking about my previous self. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, that's a but, big one. But the thing is, like past Ivy mm. or like she got right here yeah. to this spot. So even doing like to learn about burnout. And the mm-hmm. thing is, like when you were saying before that you were on a completely different topic. Yes. But and and you were saying that you were stressed pivot. out because there were circumstances that led you to um have to switch topics yes. and you were not okay with that. No way. And I'm sure that it was very stressful because you're like, what am I gonna do? There's a time crunch. But like panic. It, I can just like yeah. it's funny because in most of my my I journal a lot. So in my books, it's like I have one page that mm, says panic right on the top of it, right? <laughs> like just go straight to panic, start thinking about what your intense moral purpose is mm. and just bleh, your way down this rabbit hole. Right. Yes. And then, and then pivot and realize you're going through hell, keep going. You if you stop, you're still in hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then you, then you make that big shift, that big pivot. And then you real, then I realized that that pivot was so monumental for me mm. and has changed so much for me. So in my journey, my personal journey, yeah, right. Massage, mm. acupuncture, love, natural path, love, counselor. Mm. By the way, love. <laughs> like I think we should. Uh, I'm sorry. I think every human being, twice a year, should speak to a counselor, mm. and I think ninety percent of us should speak to one once a month. I yeah, right? having someone to someone safe 
knowledgeable yep. that you can just let it out with. And then they can, they are not related to you in any way. They are not going yeah. to show up at your house. They are not going to do anything, but they can also say, stop it. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. This is not healthy for you. Yeah. This needs to change in this way. And they're not afraid to say that. If you're doing something that is detrimental to yourself or somebody else, yeah. a counselor has the ability to say, wait a second, let's go back and really unpack this and think yeah. about it and be there for you. Yeah. So, okay. So trained professionals. So, yes. Yeah, I love them. So also psychologists, great people as well. Yes. Making a regular doctor's appointment. Huge. Totally. Huge. Taking time for exercise, making sure I was with my friends, journaling all the time, mm. trapping myself in music. Oh, big fan. Huge fan. I know you sing all the time at the, at the shop. I, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So having music, I often find that I get out of my head mm. and I can be more present in the world that's going on. Right. So, and I love that you do that. So mm -hmm. I like that you give yourself space to be out of your head, yep. i.e. getting trapped in your music, yep. as you say, but then you also mentioned journaling. Yes. I love doing that because I find journaling to be very therapeutic. And I know there's um a lot of research on the mind body connection. You but can then... go back and see themes, that thread that runs through. Exactly. Right? And then writing it down helps make it more tangible, mm -hmm. more manageable, and then also um, helps with really just, again, getting it out, um, yeah. feeling it through. Sometimes yeah. I know that um, my theme in the past was a lot of scribbling, a lot of crying, a lot of just like high intensity emotions. Yeah. Um, and then there are some days where I'm like, I would love to channel this more in a way of like um, positivity and uplifting where I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for this. Right. I'm so proud of me for this. Mm -hmm. And really being able to mind body connection. Um, not just saying it, but like feeling it, writing it down. Yes. So then you get to go back and you also get to see that, right? Like, yeah, you know, you were struggling at this time. You go back, you see that you could see that you said you were proud of yourself. You could go yeah. back and you could see that like um, you were in a negative space. And what did you do with that negative space? And you can look at the next day and the next day and the next day. Yes. And you can see the things that you do. As I look back. I'll go and color code and highlight things. If I see a theme running through, right? Like if I've spent too much time on somebody and consistently I was saying that, you know, I wish I was receiving more from them. Then all of a sudden I've noticed that it's consistent. I'm like, okay, now I can do something with that. Yeah. Again, it's action, right? Wellness is not a state of being. It's a state of action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really love that you um go back and you highlight. Yeah. I love that you, because I personally don't go back in my journal. Um, I have them and I keep them for when I love. Yeah. But then um my um I love to just feel like I'm starting new all the time. Right. But I really I love the idea of implementing um places and spaces where you can go back. Um, and check in with yourself and or like, star the ones you want your future self to read. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Cause maybe there's one that you write in there that is like that positive moment Yeah, where you were saying you're grateful and these are the things you're grateful for. And you start that when you come back to it and you're like, I was really grateful for those things. Mm. And now I'm grateful for these things. Yeah. And this is your theme, right? Yeah. I like it. I love that very much. Mm -hmm. So what would the version of you that you already know is the principal that is this leader, what would they be telling you? Like, cause they're already living that life. This, the Ivy in, in like, we'll call it future Ivy, yep. um, maybe five years down the road, 10 years down the road. Sure. Sure. Um, she's already doing this. She is a leader. She's already enacted yes. these certain principles. Yep. She's already, um, starting to do these, um, like I've done the work on myself. Now I'm in that position. So what did she, what do you think that she would be telling current Ivy? 
what next steps would she be taking in terms of implementing these for the current generation right now and also the people that you're working closely with so, so as that leader knowing no after this research knowing that burnout is massive it causes absenteeism it causes mm-hmm. people to take time off it causes uh interpersonal relationships to fail it causes mm-hmm. it, there can be it is detrimental to someone when we're hitting burnout so mm-hmm. as a leader for self yeah it's, just, yeah, yeah it's craziness it's all well-rounded <laughs> yes but when i think well, okay so I, as a leader first and foremost like checking in on our people making sure that we have connections with our people ah right you have asking them like how you doing yeah today? you know like i i know that it seems like easy for our bosses or our leaders to come around and just say how are you but, but how often does it happen how often does it happen right it, in a bigger place yeah. like imagine a staff of 60 people yeah <laughs> how does that look right what does a check-in look like is a check-in just a waste of words or space because it was just hey how are you or was that check-in an actual moment in time where they made a connection with you and could realize that something was missing yes right so I think also to myself like a teacher's teachers don't we snack we don't eat sometimes our lunches come home with us like the photocopier is our best friend at lunchtime how many times you're like trying to shove a sandwich in and like hit the photocopier because you only have this many minutes and you you know you missed your prep this week because the teacher, the other teacher was sick and wasn't feeling well. And all of this is going on. So you're standing in front of that photocopier and you know, there's one more person and you're shoving your sandwich in and you're good to go. And then you look over and you know, that person hasn't eaten a thing. Mm. And did you offer them that other half a sandwich? Mm. Right. So as, as a leader, I want to make sure that I'm looking at those little things to make sure that my staff is okay. Why am I not having like at the, at the beginning of a staff meeting, a meditation, why am I not supplying a yoga teacher to come in every Wednesday for wellness? Right. Why am I not asking them if they've had a massage this month because their benefits package allows them to have one massage a month. Have I asked them if they've had a massage? I'm going to call and book my appointment. Why don't I just book those two? Right. We're all going to go to the same masseuse. Essentially. Most of us do. I know most of my staff at the elementary school here do. So if I'm making that appointment, why don't I just make everybody's and we'll just like pick the day. And as the leader, I'll come and cover your class and you can go and come back when you're done and you're a little bit better off. Mm-hmm. Right. I think because when you're saying that at the level of fact, yeah, there is time that the teachers are choosing not to take to um, supply nourishment for the well, it, it works that way, sure, right? And but that's also I know that it's um, it's the same thing as what we were talking about before when I used to make the excuse that I didn't have not time. time. Yeah. But the thing is, there's always enough time. Yeah, and the, and I know that teachers that they it's the workload, mm-hmm. it's the student load, class size, it's yeah. the class size, and it's also maybe like the scheduled work day. Yeah, but this is all something that has been um, pre-scheduled into. To the like the the teacher curriculum yeah. Yeah. but what if there was moments where they're like actually this is time dedicated to the teachers like students like go off to your own thing yeah. like how can I support as the you? leader I'm going to take both of these classes you guys go yeah and then go for a walk together yeah have a moment but even then like everyone's their own leader and everyone can be a leader for each other. And so even right now when circumstances, yes, this is a current culture, Um, teacher culture. So they're saying that they like, they're, 
dedicating sometimes like they're supposed to get a lunch break mm -hmm. but then they often dedicate it to helping other students with yes. extra time yes. because they need it because they love it uh, or maybe they just feel like they need it because they want to help support them yes. but then they're neglecting themselves. it takes away from themselves it takes away from mm -hmm. themselves and so it's also like um the duty on the whole like uh, teacher culture mm -hmm. to say like we need to do something to be able to give back to ourselves yes. um, to make that present and known for the higher ups but also within themselves as well as it's also I believe that um, everyone's own individual um, like part, it's a right to ourselves that we right need to, to yourself yeah, yeah. and need to for be. every teacher to um do what they know is best for them yeah. but also be able to help promote something that is like it's not going to happen all at once well again that's that boundary thing right it's like, the boundary thing so but to, it's, yeah yeah sorry no it's okay it's um it's i think because again like i was only ever a student i haven't been a mm -hmm. teacher before so i can mm -hmm. only like guess what it's like to be in that culture but coming from the teacher's point of view mm -hmm. and for someone who would like to step into a higher leadership role mm -hmm. and who's also studying burnout mm -hmm. who is not only um navigating what it means to be a teacher right now yeah. but who also has a aspirations for being able to command um a, like a higher population of teachers and say how can we make it work for yes. us and how it, can we make it better for the students because not only are we giving again back to, to ourselves, ourselves but we're also even can give back more to the, to students, the students right but they can also be leaders of saying actually I love you. Mm -hmm. I want to give even more time for you. But right now I'm feeling like I need to give time to yeah. myself so yeah. I can give even more to yeah. you. Like yeah. what would be, <laughs> um, what would that maybe like look like in um, even just like, because like, it's going to be different for everyone, right? Absolutely. Like it's going to be Every different. Every culture is different. I, yeah. I can, I can smash half a sandwich um, two seconds before the bell and be okay with it. Some people need to eat 30 minutes before the bell so they digest it's going to look different <laughs> Poor, yeah. right but you know setting those boundaries and saying that you need to put yourself first like yeah. i know when i do go back into a school i need to set boundaries and say like every monday wednesday friday i need to go to the staff room and eat yes that is my need but i also know that there are going to be weeks that that doesn't happen but then i'm going to have to come home and fill my bucket a different way. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I was just like, what happened before was we just work, 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 think it's okay. And everything's okay. And then we come home and do everything. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes yeah. we have to stop and say, this day did this to me. What am I, what action am I going to take next? Did something yeah. stress me out? Do I need to go for a run or a walk or a dance? Did I not eat enough food? Do, am I eating two dinners tonight because I didn't have lunch? What does mm -hmm. my nutrition look like? We, we have to, make sure that there's a balance. Now it's, it's not perfect, right? Every day no. can't be perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I think impossible. That the idea of perfection mm -hmm. is always, yeah. um, well, one, I feel like perfection is unattainable, mm -hmm. but also perfection looks different. Yes. So I think something can look quote unquote perfect, perfect. but it looks different every day. Yeah. And you're like, okay, maybe today I chose not to eat, but I am going to make sure that I am like snacking regularly. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, maybe I chose to actually today, I wanted to take a full, my full 30 minutes. I'm not going to see any students. I'm not going to do anything mm -hmm. else. That's for me, but that's today. Today. Yeah. And so every day, I think it's being able to have, um, what I like to do is I like to have priorities mm -hmm. and then 
on any given day, as long as I've hit these priorities, then I know that I've successfully like, so like even today I went to the gym, but it was only for 15 minutes. But for me, I was like, went to the gym, check. Right. And um, I was like, I would love to have a meditation. And over the weekend, um, when I was with my family, um, I was like, okay, it's only going to be for 10 minutes because um, you had something else to, you, you were exactly. prioritizing something else. Yeah. So I much. still did it. And I said, check. check. So it doesn't matter what. And I think it's also celebrating when you do and not taking it for granted. Yes. Um, that's why I love doing my gratitudes. Mm-hmm. And I love doing my proud ofs because when I say I'm unbelievably, actually, I am believably proud of myself that I took this time to meditate for 10 minutes minutes, when I could have chosen to not at all. Mm -hmm. But I know that this is something that Mm -hmm. fills my cup Mm -hmm. and I did that for me. And so like for teachers, maybe it's, I chose to spend five of my 30 with myself eating just for myself. Just for myself. And I dedicated the rest of it. It's all about you. It is. Right? It's all, it's, yeah, it's funny. Like, it is like, it's all about here, you. I'm going back to my music thing because yeah. there's a song called All About You by Classified and yes. I just, it runs through my head all the time. It is all about us sometimes. We have to put ourselves first. You, we're Number one. Everyone's our own number one yeah. because if we know, I love saying this, if we all know that we're each other's number one, that um, we fill our own cup first Yes, and we're just like, go me, I'm the best, but now go everyone, we're the best, yeah. we're filling our own cups and now we can, we know that we're all 100% in this collective yeah. group. I'm not trying to take on your workload, you're not, not trying, trying to, to take, take on, on my, my workload. Yeah. Because we know that we're doing it for ourselves. So it's so nice to think that like everybody can get there too. But sometimes it takes that absolute fall, that absolute smush to make sure that you're recognizing your things, right? So like moving forward as whoever I might become. Sure. And being a leader, although I guess leadership is everywhere. But when I think of like leadership, I always go to that school concept. If I can keep, if I can even help, make sure that someone is well, holistically well in an environment like that with all of those staff members and they elevate themselves for one minute. And then all of a sudden that just keeps going around and around and around and around that communities built, that cultures built, that ideal that you matter Mm. is built and that you come first is built, right? Like you can tell that you can see it on people's face if they don't feel well take that next step. You don't feel all go home. I got you. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. We, we, you know, you need more, you need something here. Let me help. I got mm-hmm. you. Right. Yeah. Um, it's important to, to do that for myself, for others. And like what goes around comes around, which seems really ridiculous to say, but it does. But it does. And not letting people suffer in silence, sharing experiences, talking, actively listening, Mm. being an actual part of a community and culture where belonging and like desire and knowledge and all that stuff come together is work. You have to work to do that. It doesn't magically appear. Everybody's not magically attuned to each other and friends. You actually have to like put in time and effort. So that collective is whole. You have to put in time and effort. So your collective is whole, but you also have to do that with the relationships and people around you. Exactly. So I love that because it is like you are a true leader in your community. Mm-hmm. And I love that you actually want to support people that, yeah. um, but the thing is like, you started this work for a reason. I believe that you were gifted with this um, like uh-huh. idea to start like, yeah. this. Um, so funny, hey? <laughs> well, Cause we're having this conversation <laughs> now. And I believe that's a really important topic because 
being able to give back to ourselves and just being able, cause now you recognize now you're able to support either in, can I offer you an apple? Can I help relieve something? But the thing is the only reason you can offer that is because you're already filling your own cup. If you didn't recognize, if you didn't care about yourself enough, you wouldn't have the energy to help other people. When you're showing up as the person, you become that leader. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you're, when they're saying, Oh my gosh, like Ivy, like, you're seeming like even more vibrant today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, Ivy, you are just like, you're rocking it. You still yeah. have the same workload, maybe even more, but you seem so full of vitality. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your secret? What are you doing? And the thing is, you don't need to like force anything on other people. The more you show up as that person, yeah. the people find yeah. you, yeah. the people look to you, you become the example. It's infectious. Not, yeah. And it it's not be. for other people. It's for you. For you. But the community that you support when people are able to say, I'm actually like, they become vulnerable and they feel safe in this vulnerability and say, I'm actually not okay today. Yeah. And there's like, amazing. Thanks so much for sharing. What do we How do next? We, where are we going? Where yeah. can we go from here? Yeah. Where can we as a collective, yes. because we're all supporting each other that like, where can we go from here? Because you're not alone. Yeah. And I love that you're just even starting down this where you can offer that to others mm-hmm. that we can have a call. Like, honestly conversation is huge huge huge. yeah Yeah. because if no one it's how we grow we grow that way yeah then we wouldn't be able to go forth from it yeah and then we if we're able to perpetuate different patterns of you actually don't have to scarf down a sandwich (laughs) at the photocopy machine like you can actually take more time for yourself Mm. and it can look different maybe not all at once Mm. but Action steps breed more action steps, which breed more action steps. And again, action or wellness is not a state of being. It's a state of action. We got to take those action moments. Exactly. It's cool work. Yeah. So going forward, knowing that this has been, um, we'll continue this journey anyways, because I think that as we're checking in with ourselves, like as we're living, Mm -hmm. we're always going to experience things that overwhelm us, Mm -hmm. that overload us Mm -hmm. and that um, cause that challenge us. And that when we're checking, Checking in with ourselves and creating boundaries, like for yourself, knowing what you know now and knowing that like, you know, past Ivy, she um, experienced a certain amount of stress and she showed up in a certain way. But now that you know this and you, you can, um, you know, your signs and signals, you know, some steps that you can take. You have some strategies. Yeah. Gotta have those strategies. So going forwards with this research, is it something like how, how do you want to continue on this journey? Okay. Well, one, I want to make sure that I am still like doing all the things because like, it's just, you know, you can't just toss them away. All the things meaning exercise. Yeah. You know, making sure that I'm sleeping and financially and like all those eight things. Right. I loved my connection with uh, mass latch. So now I'm like, I'm reading her next book, which is all on burnout too. And I'm looking, I'm looking at articles that she's posting and like, and she also does podcasts. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's one of those too. It's great. She's lovely. She's the guru and she's been doing it for so long. So I don't think I'll ever move away from like that learning about it. I may take my learning in a different way, Sure. right? Like maybe I'm going to focus more on instead of that research topic of burnout, <laughs> I might really spiral or pivot or however we're going to look at it more into like other ways that my wellness can be built. 
Ah, right? I love so, that. Just developing different practices that help mm-hmm. with your overall and holistic sense, sense of like, self. Yeah. And, and well-being. Yeah, yeah. You got absolutely. it. Um, I haven't painted in a long time and I know I need to be more creative. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that box will come out of the closet. Yeah. I don't know. My research could also go more towards like looking towards the child's per- or a child's perspective. Ah. And maybe, maybe investigating, maybe going down the rabbit hole of like, where the age limit of burnout starting, like, when is it, what, what is the transition in ourselves where we start to take on more stress Mm. and therefore feel it more regularly, therefore get to that point where it's been over time long enough that you could be burnt out. Right. I think there's an avenue to go that way. Am I also going to like talk about these things more often with my students? You betcha. Mm. And so that's like research giving back. And then you can arm students with knowledge. Yeah. Be like, um, just even being able to check in, say like, um, at, they can ask self-regulation, man. Are Self- you breathing today? Like what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Like, how are you doing? Like, do you need to take a 15 minute? Like, yeah. have you eaten? Are you well? Do you, have you like hung out with your friends? See, it's funny because you sound just like a teacher, but then I also think we sound like teachers. Like, have you eaten? How was your sleep? How are you feeling today? Yeah. <laughs> But when was the last time any of those teachers checked in on themselves? We need to be teachers and parents back to ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's strange. It's funny. This has activated my thinking. Like, how many times I've said that over the course of 12 years? Uh, so many times. Like, mm. are you okay? Do you need a snack? Mm. Do you need to take a minute to calm down? Have you breathed? Like it's all, you know, and then I, and then I also think in that exact same moment when I've said that to somebody that I'm like, I need food. I need to breathe. Like I want to like, wait, I didn't even ask myself that again. (laughs) I can put the mask on yourself in a plane, put yourself first. Well, you're thinking about it now. I've actually gotten into this practice more regularly. When I ask, um, I call her little me and I say, hi, little me. Like, how are you doing today? And this voice pops up in my head where it's like, I'm actually feeling a little stressed out right now. And it's like, okay, well, like, what can I do to like help just like, um, make things more fun. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I would love to make something with sprinkles today. (laughs) I'm just like, really, it's like how. Having more, because the thing is, you can come at it, um, mindfulness and wellness from perspective of, I need to do this, I need to do this, and then I'll be happy. Mm. Or it can be, what can I do today to just have fun? Yeah. Like, how can I be like, okay, I'm What's like, the one thing today? Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I would love to dance today. I would love to feel so vibrant and alive today. I'm like, what would I love to eat? Ooh, I would really love to eat this. This would sound like so much fun. Like, I haven't eaten like a slice of watermelon and I love watermelon right. so much. And it's like, okay, little me, like, what would you love to eat today? Like, are you feeling okay? Like, little me, do you want to like have a nap? And Check like, in with yeah, yourself. Like, yeah. I'm a little tired right now. I think I just like, I want a nap. And mm-hmm. it's like, it really is like some. Sometimes it's just, it's being, you okay need to listen to yourself and having fun with it too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cause I used to say, okay, now I'm going to meditate. Uh, yeah. It's eight o'clock. What am I supposed to be doing? Yes. yes. But then that felt very like, I was like, I was an adulting trying <laughs> to like be a child, but it right. didn't really yes. work. it's like program well, in fun. No. Yes, we're not computers. We're people. No. And we're no. also, we're the accumulation and compounded, us over the lifespan of how we've been living and part of that is our little selves Mm -hmm. part of that is also our current adult selves yes um part of that is also our adolescent like just like angsty teen selves that there's so much that has happened in our lives Lives. yeah that like we're just like we're continuing to operate with these 
like previously conceived mindsets and now we're reprogramming mm -hmm. and that's going to take work and rigor. Yeah. But again, it's just like where the well-being is action, mm -hmm. not just yeah. a state it's of not mind. a state of being. It's a state of action. Yeah. But the thing, okay. So, <laughs> so it's, it's funny because as, as you're talking and I love that I'm, you're activating my thoughts as well. I, I know that there's many people out there and many generations of people that would say burnout is not a thing. Oh, Mm. right you just you just you just not you pull your socks up you got this yeah right like it's not a thing and the more I think about like as we're talking and as I've done and as I've mm -hmm. gone it is a thing totally it cannot be ignored uh, well it can mm -hmm. I think that no. I anything can be ignored it's a choice it's a choice yes. to recognize when something feels good and when something doesn't it's a choice to want to do something for yourself mm -hmm. it's a choice to put in those action steps and recognize for yourself you don't have to do any of this it is like i didn't have to choose i didn't have yeah, to get up at 4 a.m yeah. to meditate i didn't have to spend the time after work to go to the gym i didn't have to um take time to eat nutritiously this was all a choice yes and it's because i love myself well, and this is love back to myself and this is because i don't really feel like experiencing burnout no. i don't feel like um stressing out over a job like this, i just i chose can you not imagine to. choosing yeah. to be tired and emotionally exhausted or like not feel good enough about yourself when you could just choose to maybe get up at four and meditate and it make better be choices or well, whatever it is right like your choices yes. to to do and like i don't know anybody that wakes up in the morning and they're like i'm choosing to be miserable today well, I think that people recognize that they, well, they may be under the impression that they don't have a choice. Choice, right. And okay. I think because I like society is also, um, like, a lot of us look to our outside world to dictate how we should show up. And so if there's, if the Ooh, culture or environment says you need to wake up early or you need to wake up late, you need to do this because if... So say if all of the other teachers were um, just scarfing down food and you were the only one that's sitting at your, the table, you, because the thing is, we don't want to look like outcasts, right? We want to know that we're part of the group sure. and there's, yep. there's a lot to unpack there. But I think that when we know that we can be the change, like I know the huge thing, we are the change, We are, yes. but it's when you, it's, you have to be okay with yourself knowing that you're giving back. And that's a whole other thing. But I think that knowing that everything's a choice, yes. that going to work is a choice, mm -hmm. go to whatever profession you choose um, is your choice. It's a choice to meditate. It's a choice to eat or not to eat. Mm -hmm. It is a choice to breathe or not to breathe. Well, well no, breathe, no breathe breathing, breathing is, is one that's in there. We, it's inherently in us. We don't choose. Well, mm. I, breathe a, deeply, maybe. Sure. There's, but I also know that sometimes I hold my breath and it's a choice to like, mm -hmm. yes, or take, it's a choice to take time and, and just choose to breathe and to not think about anything else, but mm -hmm. my breathing. Yes. So everything's a choice. And it's also a choice to think that you're burnt out or not. Mm -hmm. It's like everything. And that's yeah. where the empowerment comes back into, because when you arm yourselves with knowledge, resources, and tools, mm -hmm. and you choose to act on them, then that's when change that's happens. That's when the magic happens. That's when the magic happens. And it's it's so yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. That magic is fun. My my life feels completely well, it's not completely different. Yeah. I feel completely different. Yeah. I go about things much differently. Totally. I'm sure there's still gonna be stress out there. Like bring on the stress. It's gonna happen. We can't we, it can, we cannot it, it's yeah. going to happen. 
Yeah, it's can I handle my stress a little bit more? Of course you, you can. betcha. I'm arming myself with all of these other tools and strategies and skills. Yes. So that when those those bumps come up, they're not mountains. They're just bumps. They're just bumps. Yeah, you know, and like we have those. Everybody has those. Totally. It's part of the fun of life. It's true. I think the game of life, right? The There's game. little mountains on that game, right? There's a spin and like you're going all over. Those bumps happen, right? Yes. Now you're divorced. Now you're, you know, I don't know what the else other children. Ones Is that what's on those cards? Dogs. Oh yeah, you I picked a wrong career. Long, I don't know. Sure. I don't. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't know. Arming myself with the skills and strategies. Maybe I'll share a few of those skills and strategies with people at some point. I think that the natural conversation comes up, but I think it's nice. So like as we're um, ending the podcast yeah. and takeaways, what would you um what would you love to leave people with in terms of burnout, in terms of taking care of themselves, in terms of being leaders not only for themselves, but their community in and wellness in mm-hmm. general? Um, you know, the takeaway, what's the big takeaway? Well, whatever comes to mind. There's so it's, it's so strange. Cause I am going to come back to that concept of like putting yourself first, putting yourself, first. you need to make sure that mm. you're, you are your number one. Yeah. You say this and it's yeah. true without, without making sure that you're okay. You can't do anything for anyone else. Yeah. And, and taking the time to recognize where you need some help or where you need to work or mm-hmm. where you don't, or what avenues you need to take to build yourself so that you're not crumbling or you're not in a position of Mm -hmm. uncomfortableness or stressed Mm -hmm. out and really saying to yourself, like, this is who I am inherently. I'm good enough, but what do I still need to do to make sure that I'm whole? What do I still need to do to make sure that I am on a path where I don't burn out in the future or maybe change my path because I am burnt out. And it all really comes down to like putting yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. You're selfish, amazing. man. Selfless. Selfless. Selfish. You are so amazing. Well, thank you for thank having you. me on this. This has been great. Yeah. It's been so <laughs> wonderful. I think that you're such a light in this world. I think that this journey that you're on is really, really valuable. And I appreciate the fact that you're doing this. I appreciate the fact that we're able to like spread more knowledge yeah. because I think that it just, it starts with knowledge and then like the desire to want to um, put something into action. Mm-hmm. And then it it's just consistent, tiny baby steps towards yes. a bright future that we're all deserving of. So true. You're yeah. so kind. Your words are so kind. You're lovely. And I'm so happy that you allowed me to be part of this. Cause I like that fact that like we talked about intellectual and like, this is like sparking something in myself. It's a different platform, mm. different medium. We all should try something new once in a while. Absolutely. So like you're doing this whole thing. And, it is very and when I first looked at like, I had to, I had to come with an act like, I am finishing my master's right now. So there are some things that I need to be doing. And the minute I saw this project that I had, this culminating project, it was, it was so quick for my brain to think of you in your podcast because of the information I've seen and listened and like who you are and who you are in my life. I was like, I want to have that conversation with mm-hmm. someone in this way, mm-hmm. it, it you know, to do it this so I can show what I know and also put it out there mm. because I could have wrote a paper. Mm. I could have just typed it all up and put it out there in academia and like some other format. Yeah. But this way, what we're doing is like you said, reaching somebody else and going deeper than just ourselves. Yes. Doing something new, so cool. being love a it. part of the love and life and challenges and new experiences of life. Yes. You're lovely. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> this has been a blast. Thanks for tuning Thank in. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light, and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.